Shut up and sit down. We are live, bright and early Saturday morning. Tony McLeavy's late. We'll just take a wee quick. We'll take a wee quick run through his excuses first. They made me laugh. Uh, first excuse was he couldn't sleep, followed by my phone died. I'm just up. Apologies. So we were in two excuses, and then it was my phone didn't charge, so the alarm didn't, didn't go die. off. That's just one solid excuse. <laughs> Tony, I'm not your school teacher, lad. I don't need to. <laughs> I know, but it's ignorant. I don't like being late for anything. It annoys me. Because when I wake, when I, it's it's a bad setup to the day. Because I woke up and was like, "Fucking piece of shit." Because I have a, I have like one of them. Do you ever see like the the cartoon alarm clocks? Aye, you have one of them. Yeah, and I set it up. I set it up every day of the week, like ah. every single day. But Hillary was home last night, and then by the time I was fucking going to bed, it was too late. So I was like, "I'm not turning that bastard on. That thing's fucking not wise." And it goes off at seven every morning. What is it? The so ones just, with the two bells at the side of it? Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have one of them gimmicky ones that lights the room up bit by bit. I have that as well. Oh, I knew you would. I knew you would. It's not gimmicky. Is it beside you're... your salt lamp? No, it's not. Your diffuser? <laughs> I like a diffuser. I don't have one, but I like them. No, There's I'm not getting with. one too. Like... <laughs> yeah, you're so... You're like your perfect example. You'll slag me with all this stuff, and I'll come down to your house in a couple of weeks, and it'll all be there. Like you're, you're probably looking around the room going... What's weird here that I can slag him about? I know, I know. Uh, how was your week? Yeah, good, mate. Really, really productive. Fucking plenty. I can't complain. What about you? Busy. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, flat out. You're flat out planning for the Sefton Park thing, aren't you? Flat out planning for Sefton Park in Liverpool, 29th of April. Uh, first gig back. Well, technically, I'm doing a live stream tomorrow night for Secrets, or well, no, last night, so you won't die, that's pointless me telling you about this. So, yeah, Seth and Park, uh, 30th, 30th of April, Liverpool, myself and Conliffe McGeary, outdoors, seated, 100% safe, buy your tickets now, skittle.com. No bar of the king. Back with a bang, hey, back with a bang. It's all looking good, everything's looking... Everything's looking like it's going in the right direction. Um, gigs confirmed all over the show. None in Ireland yet. <laughs> a lot in England. Um, Scotland's probably not going to get out of lockdown this time fucking next year. Don't know what the fuck's going on there. Nicholas uh, they, freaking tits. They fucked up. They fucked up. Everybody's kind of. Everybody in Scotland knows they fucked up, and it's not looking good for them. Um, but yeah, everything's looking there. Good. Why do you think they fucked up? Just um, when they were open, when the bars were open, doing you know their social distancing, I think a lot of them broke the rules. I think a lot of people were house partying, like really, like really fucking about doing that. And then I suppose the Celtic Rangers thing didn't help them. People partying and stuff. Um, yeah, I just think the Scots are a wee bit like us, but I think it made us seep in a wee bit quicker at us. Yeah, hard to call. I don't know, but I didn't. I, they were the, one of the first to lock down, though, and they were one of the first to bring in that do you know, that hotel quarantine. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was, at that stage it was too little, too late. Um, from what I hear, some of my friends had run events in Glasgow and Edinburgh. A lot of the bars just fucking it was business as usual, and I think they fucked it up for the rest of them. 
if if that's true, I don't know. They that's what they say, but they they they're kind of saying like the they don't see an end anytime soon. Yeah. But Nicola Sturgeon be um, she begged her enough just to go. You know what? Fuck it. We're not admitting defeat. Get her open to fuck. The I can't fucking believe this. I uh, can't be seen to be the last place. Like nobody wants to be party last. Well, I suppose the Republic's going to definitely be party last. Like it's one hundred percent going to be last. But they've fucked They're it up f- for us now at this stage. It's bad when the DUP are actually going. You know what? Fucking, we might need to give these people <laughs> some vaccines, or they're going to fucking ruin it for us. Because imagine, imagine when the bars open in Newry and it's still closed in the south, the turmoil that's going to be people coming up from Dundalk and all. Same as the gyms when the gyms opened. Oh. Sure, he was down south. Like I was down south. Like fuck. No, but you're a rule breaker, Tony. Everyone's you're part of the problem. You went to Dubai and brought her back. I, I am. I'm you brought the, the Arab COVID. strain back. Did you see people saying the Brazilian strain and then showing pictures of what it'll do to you? And it shows the like Brazilian butt, butt lifts. Yeah, it's funny as fuck. <laughs> uh, no, it's been a good week. Uh, working on my project as well. It's all good to go. Um, yeah. Haven't showed you any of the pictures yet. No more, it may. He's hurting off as it is. No, they're good. They're good. Conla, shout out to Conla for a wee bit of help. Yeah, give me a wee bit of a wee bit of help, but sure, it's all good I'm to go. Give you a wee bit of help whenever you want. You just let me. You're know. a busy man, busy man. There's Can't. always time for you. Now, uh, give us a wee bit of a breakdown on what the story is with uh, questions this week. That's probably one of the main things, isn't it? Well, first of all, last week's podcast caused a bit of a stir. For anyone um, who wants to know, it was a sculpted vegan. For the, I got messaged about 50 times. <laughs> right, it's a sculpt. I'm not afraid to fucking mention her name because she's a welt. And even Mickey, it was just one of the things where initially we were like, Joe, well, let's not name her. Let's not be a cunt and make it completely uh, trashy. But she, then another post went up there immediately after we done it. And she obviously doesn't listen to the podcast because she's yeah. no morals and doesn't care. So <laughs> and we actually went very easy on her. Um, if you just like, just spend five minutes on her page and you'll know. She's just, uh, yeah. I she's just a Walt. Like, she's she's, uh, and the and the fact like that she only deals in dollars is that not you too? Like I'm a hater. Does she just? Like I'm a hater. No, it's not. It's not even hating. It's just there's so many people out there working hard. Um, you know what it is. See, when somebody flashes money, it's because they're starting a business mentorship. It's always the fact. So that's oh, what yeah. she's doing. I guess, well, you, I guess no, you've got no, you've got Andy doing it. You've got James Blake doing it. You've got Tony, that Tony fella doing it from Dream Apartments. It's like all I, fakery and fuckery. Like um, I'm going to do a business mentorship for coaches down the line. And yes, I may go, Joe, I run a successful business. But at the same time, like, see if I still want to live with my mom and dad, I'm going to still live with them. I'm going to live my life in my terms. I'm not going to start pretending like, yes, I do well for myself, I have a couple of houses, but I'm not going to turn around and be like, I have one million pound in the bag. Fucking hire me as a coach. Yeah. Like, yeah. But you see real money real money does not talk that is a fact oh life. yeah like anybody who flashes has to flash their money constantly does not have a screw they're running about on fucking loose pennies and that is a fact of life yeah, like it's like yeah. the richest you people think, you don't know you don't even know who they are like if you think about the richest people you actually know in in person i can guarantee you if you think about them 
there might be a wee bit flashy in there, but majority of the time they're not like that. Do you know, they're not insecure about it. They just know, like, if they want something, they can go get it. It's like, I always know, so whenever I go to, like, and I, I almost end up, like, a networking event. Like, I remember going to D Martini seminar, and the boy beside me was in a pair of sliders, jeans, and a polo neck. And the polo neck was, like, it was no more designer. Like, it, looked like, it looked like something he found outside. And whenever I got chatting him, he was a multi-millionaire owned of fucking two construct two different construction companies because they, they compete against each other. So you bought their one. And he was like one of the richest boys I've ever met in my life. And it was whenever you see him, I was like, you don't look like you have two screws, but that's usually the fucking way. Yeah, oh it's yeah. There's loads of like the Eastwoods who own Eastwoods boogies own a lot of prime real estate in Northern Ireland. Multi, multi, multi millionaires. Have you seen them boys running about? You just you wouldn't know. Yeah, um, that's it. 100%. But that's that's what you know. If you if you have to scream and shout about how much money you're making, you're probably not making a quarter of that, and you're probably really insecure about stuff. Same way, I think I think it's same as like whatever people people just whatever whatever people just uh, send you, like whenever you just see pictures of fucking like what's the best way to put this like people just constantly posting topless pictures like I would have done that when I was younger that's because I was insecure about my body it's the exact reason that people yeah. post constantly pictures of their fucking money or like what they're it's because they're insecure about what it is so they're trying to almost artificially inflate it yeah or they're looking the book yeah know? well yeah that, that, if they're good. young enough they're probably just going you know what I'll bring out the old washboards and couple of checks will slide in the DMs or I'll flash the car or I'll flash the keys I'll flash the new Gucci's off AliExpress no there's all that too another thing like you can see like a, a busy coach like yourself um, doesn't need to add more jobs onto his coaching no yeah. you, know, you, get, you get these coaches now that are like so like I'm a fucking female transformation specialist plus this plus this plus this plus this and you're like well no you you know you clearly yeah, no. you clearly aren't that busy if you have six fucking different remits under your coaching yeah your titles and then and then about four other jobs too where you're like i'm also a, a business coach which is fine i'm also a fucking whatever and you're like well fuck you're just you're just adding more things because the the transformation thing must not be that successful, um, yeah, or yeah, or you have so. an absolute beast of a team to help you do everything, and you're and you're cookie cuttering things. <laughs> you're not you're not hands on, but yeah, just I don't know, just anybody anybody that sees stuff that is too good to be through out there, just kind of take a step back and look at it and go, that's fuckery. Like, and if it's anything, if you ever see the hashtag ten x, run a fucking mail. If you ever see a hashtag 10x, literally run a mail from anyone who ever posts, posts that hashtag because it is an absolute scam and bullshit. And he teaches people how to pretty much scam money off other people in a roundabout way. You will get some value out of it, but not close to the fucking 10 grand you're going to pay the person. Yeah. But I mean, now we have that offer, Jess, and hopefully we don't get sued. But she'll sue us in dollars anyway, so it won't be worth too much. You got a new phone, kid? Me? No, not even. I'm just taking a screenshot here of uh, something that's bounced, so I just need to take a picture of that and send that. Like a check bounced? No, 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 not my behalf. <laughs> this is so, 
<laughs> money, money collector here. Uh, <laughs> the old debt collector from Newry. Yeah, get out in the wife beater. Bring the doggy. So bring me, the yard dog. A mean mum and the dog going around. You're you mad. Get me, the money of people quicker than you would. You owe me a tenner, dickhead. Yeah, you owe me a tenner, dickhead. <laughs> Darnell. <laughs> That's me. That would suit you if your name was Darnell. No, no, <laughs> you got a head like a Darnell. I know it don't. <laughs> you actually look like a wee boy. Headways. A wee bit, yeah. I know. I know. I know. So, question one we've in today. Building the self-brand. I think I mean self-brand. I don't think he's done a typo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, self-brand, and then we'll even dive into brand slightly. Yeah, yeah I think that's. I think that's a different one, right? So, go. You can start chipping away here. Let me know, and I'll. So fundamentals, you're building a self-brand. You have to know who your audience is, and if you even have an audience, you have to know what your package is, what you're offering. And um, there's no point creating Mickey Quinn and then not knowing what you're going to do or where you're at. You know, if you're in the fit biz, as they call it, and you are your brand, like Tony's brand, Tony knows exactly what his brand is. He knows exactly what his brand values are. Yeah. You know, he, he uh, does, and he doesn't yeah. dilute it. He doesn't one minute go, I'm all family-orientated, and then the next minute I'm like other people fucking flo- throwing cash about them. No. They're, yes. Just because that's the cool thing to do, he's not going, well, no, my thing is family. I'm not all of a sudden, my thing is fucking whatever, sexy chicks and no budgie smugglers. It's it's one of the things where I think as well, if you're doing a self brand, one thing you have to get really, really clear from the start is that is is that there's two types of like people and like a prime example would be like i think we've used this before is like me and like shawnee murphy's a really good example so shawnee murphy runs we are move you will not see him in any of the photos you will not know he runs the brand really he stays out of it and that's how a brand like coca-cola you know clothing brands like nike you don't you don't really see the owners the yes yeah. they have people in to do it and the sponsor them and so yeah but a case of he's not the brand the brand is the brand and the brand has separate values the brand is about something it, it, and that in my opinion is a brand without like self which is nothing wrong but it's a case of it's it, it's it's just like sorry hillary facetime in the middle there i was like fuck what the fuck do i answer this do i not do i take this but anyway uh, i need to turn this phone in silent <laughs> but but yeah and then whereas with me people buy into me as a person rather than the brand yeah and it's not just because i'm coaching you'll see other people like this as well where like yes they might be a coach or they might do like clothing but you're buying into them and they are the brand like as you're saying the values of my family me it's very hard to get family as your brand value yeah if you're just a word and a logo because you can't really bring that into play so when people buy into like my coaching for example they're buying into like my values like you're saying family that whole like orientation like straight talking impact you know all out there but a case of I think it, whenever you're doing it for yourself, you just need to realize that there's pros and cons. Like the cons about it, whenever it's self, a self brand is, and I know this from experiences, when people buy your product, they want you. Yeah. Whenever they buy, whenever you're not a brand, you're not your brand, they'll buy your product and it doesn't matter if you're involved enough. So there's more scale on that. Like yeah. imagine you came on for Coach Me and got somebody else, you'll not be as placed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where yeah. if you buy from a person, you expect their time in return as well as the product. So if I buy a coaching off Tony, I expect Tony's time. I expect Tony to answer me questions. 
But if I buy it off Nike, as soon as that transaction ends, that's it done. The yeah. other thing is too, if you're your own brand, if you fuck up, your business fucks up. So if you decide you want to become a creep or you decide you want to go out on some Saturday night and box the jaws of some boy, that'll do damage to your company. But I'm not saying Sean Murphy's going to go out and box the jaws of people, but if nobody knows who owns the company or, or someone's distances from the company, you have a bit of a saving grace there. Um, if you are your brand, you have to act like your brand at all times. No, you can't be sending dick pics. You can't be doing stupid shit that's going to devalue your brand. Nobody wants to buy... Well, nobody wants to buy gym stuff or gym, gym advice or fucking anything off a, a dickhead or a creep. I know there is some out there that's doing pretty well, but they just haven't been, you know, haven't been caught out yet. But um, yeah, like it, I think as well when you're building a self brand, yeah, it's one of these things where y- yes, it can snowball quicker for you and it can help because you're bringing you into play. Yeah, but like it's like Joe, you know, people that don't really like, like for example, like Sinead Hegarty is her own brand, so yeah. like people buy into her as a person, yeah, and that will allow you to dive into like more aspects in a sense because yeah. like she has like say therapy stuff and then she has mindset stuff and then she's the podcast so you can branch out that way touch more because people people buy into you they'll buy majority of what you do because they believe in you but the problem is there's so many people doing that that it it is it's one of these things where depending on your personality who you are you'll know like people don't buy into me just because of family they buy in because i'm very straight talking because i'm funny because they connect with me whereas other people might not like and the problem is as well whereas if you're a brand you'll actually attract a lot of people like on average i usually drop about 30 followers a day on instagram and usually pick up about 33 yeah so like, yeah you're, you're gonna you're gonna you're as a as a person like that people will see my follow and be like oh he hasn't grown in a while you will churn people very quick whereas a brand it's very like if you followed nike they don't really ever gonna piss you off or yeah. like moves not gonna or yeah. coca-cola so like the, you have to weigh that into it depends what you're planning on doing like i think not a long-term vision but a bit of a vision is probably what you need and then decide right if it's gonna be me that's completely fine and if you're building a self-made brand realize that it's gonna be a lot of your like i think unless and this is me being honest unless you're bringing your personal life to the table it's not going to go well because people are sick of seeing artificial shit like see whenever i click on a coach's page yeah and all i see is like is just calories and fitness do you know what i mean seal seal seals seal seal seals and calories and Inf- fucking infographs yeah like fuck off and tell me who you are as a person i want to see your dog i want to see your family i want to see whenever you're having a shit there you want to see, see the budgie having... smugglers show me the budgies you want to see show me your fucking torture hanging out of them and uh, it, it's one of the things where i think people don't really people don't pretend like they want that because yes you want information but unless you can build a connection with your audience yeah you are never going to be able to build a self-brand and the way to do that is just by actually talking to them and one of the reasons like i do quite well with self-brand is because see the amount of people that i've messaged out of my following over the year just to get a bit of a, of a chat with and see if they're all right or i put up a q a and I'll, i messaged a lot of them individually after being like did that help did it not do you need an answer here and anybody's question i don't answer i usually message anyway yeah yeah because if somebody asks you a question you don't answer that's quite rude you know so yeah. you have to try and make time um, i don't know it's a bit of a tricky one i think trial and error as well you, it is efficacy of time do you think uh dubai money damaged your brand at all 
I thought it would, and I'm going to be honest, whenever I came on and talk, like I talk about it, like it's one of them things where like the more you chat to people about it, anybody who had an issue with me going, what's what's the difference between me going and anybody else? Yeah. And then, there, yes, there's this moral compass of like, I got people saying, no, you were the, one of the first people during like February or March last year saying, look, we have to take the lockdown serious. We have to do, yes, of course I was, because I didn't know what the fuck it was. Joe, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would rather be the, one of the first people to come on and say, look, take this shit serious just in case, because I brought it on. I was like, Joe, imagine somebody really close to you died and it was your, it was on your conscience that you brought it in. Yeah. Whereas as long as you're, but then now it's a stage where like, I think everybody, including myself is willing to give three, six months. I'm not willing to give two, two full summers and no. two years of my life to it. And I don't give a fuck then. And look, we've agreed in our house, like and as a troop, like we, we sat down as a, and was like, as a fucking unit, <laughs> the army, uh, the McAlevey clan, like just sitting down all fucking five of us with a dog. Delta and force, we Delta of, force. Fucking. If, if somebody's making a decision, we'll have a chat. Yeah. and see does it actually sound fair so like for example say my dad wants to go down and have a fucking drink with his mate in the garden like we'll we, he'll, he'll say to us like does anybody have like feel uneasy about that yeah and it would be a case of oh do you know maybe I don't because such and such had it and then it would be a yes or no and it was like sort of a group whenever I was going to Dubai my was like oh a lot of people on the flight but they were like only really the flight home and then my dad was like the amount of people I'm standing beside in Tesco for fucking 5 20 30 minutes and then oh, wow. Joe, so he was just like me. Look, we came to the, we came to the, like just this sort of thing. Like, if you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. Like, there's no other way real around at this stage. So we just roll with that. But I think, in terms of people, probably did. But at the same time, the people that uh, fell out with me or unfollowed me or gave me shit about Dubai, they were never gonna like me anyway because I'm very, very, yeah, like I'm very, very not selfish. I'm very, very much so. Like, you need to look out for what's good for you as well. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm all for looking out for everyone but yeah. sometimes in life oh, wow. like a lot of people a lot of people end up like doormats well that's the thing it's and it's not selfish like people say a person said that to me a while ago when i says no i'm just worrying about number one now for the next while because i've worried about everybody else for so long as like i have to start worrying about number one and get my ducks in a row again and they were like i but that's a selfish attitude to have and you're like not not selfish when you've fucking dedicated the last year to helping other people Agreed, you know, yes. I'm taking oh, a bit I of time out I... from helping them to get my shit back in line. And they're like, oh, all right, sure. yeah, like, I get what you're saying. But, you know. Like, it, it, or, I mean, I can't agree anymore. Like, I think one thing that people just don't do is they end up trying not to put themselves first. Yeah. And they put everyone, like, you see this all the time. They put loads of people in front of them, like, and they end up with being a doormat for their whole life and not actually looking after themselves. Like you, you see, see prime example. Like don't get me wrong, I believe in humanity. I believe in people focusing on each other. I will have like fuck me. I'm one of the first people to donate to fucking charity and help somebody if they need it. But at the same time, you are no use to anybody yeah. if you are in a bad place. Like uh, yeah, you look, look after yourself and you'll be able to give more. That's why like I can help so many people is because I look after myself first. Like don't get me wrong, family's very important. But if you're not charging yourself, like if somebody's negative, cut them out. If somebody's been a fucking wanker, cut them out. Look, otherwise, you're gonna end up being a doormat for the rest of your life. And it's just one of the things, especially like you need to do what you want to do. Imagine in five years where I'll be like, I'm so glad I didn't go to Dubai because my Instagram following would have cracked up. <laughs> go, go, like, go, if, go, fuck. Like uh, hey, ways up, brother. Whenever I was talking anybody people were like to me oh you know like maybe you should have went. and i goes if you could have came with me you would have went oh i 100 percent 100 100 you know so don't 
I do believe though it it does like people don't like that because those people are calling me a hypocrite and all and this and that but it's not it's not like that for me it's it's not one of them things where and even if it was I honestly don't give to the other thing is about your personal brand is like you have to you know you have to really want it you know if you're if you're going down the personal brand you know you can't just launch it and then go I'm not feeling it anymore you know you have to really kind of be all in. If you're going personal brand wise, you have to be all in. You can't be half in. You can't be half out. It has to be all in, as Tony said. Um, it, like if someone buys a program of him and then say it's me emailing them the program, you're gonna be like, oh, well, I paid for Tony. I didn't pay for fucking Joe Blogs. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would say I would say that's the that's the big one. Another question here. Um. And then, yeah, another question is fucking setting goals, setting goals, fitness goals. How would you go about? Well, Tony can answer us because I don't uh, set goals hey, anymore. Well, I'm quite goal oriented. So, fitness goals, the first thing I would say is yes, you want goals, but please do not make them to the stage of where you're literally going to be like a ball if you don't hit them like some people set yeah. up goals and i think they're setting themselves up for failure so i think realistic goals is key now i'm not saying fucking easy don't, don't make it easy like. yeah there's a balance here like i always sort of try and make like a, a year plan and try and condense it in the six months so you get pressure but i don't beat myself up if i don't hit it yeah so i i just try and speed things up fitness goals for me is one of the things where I just try and get people to enjoy the progress, the, the process, the progress. I'm just moving forward. Yeah. Sometimes goals in life can really fucking shoot you in the foot, in my opinion. Like, and yeah, you can, you do you know what I mean? Like, if you just keep setting goals, every time you tick the box, you just want to, you want more, you, you don't celebrate it. Yeah. And especially if you have like a kind of addictive personality or a, a, or do, a single yeah. set mindset or single mindset, you can go. You can be chasing goals all the time and you can forget about what's going on around you. Um, and you can be that kind of driven for that single goal that you actually fucking, it'll put, it'll nearly put you off training because you've set a goal that's unbelievably hard. You've done everything in your power to meet it. You've probably diet down too hard. And then when it comes to going again, maybe a year later, you're full of fucking dread because you know the shit you put yourself through. And it's just a vicious, vicious cycle. Yeah, like I think I think goals are good, but it's just one of the things, please don't get hung up on them too much. Like, yes, you should chase them. Like I would set realistically the way I usually break down my goals is I do 90 day goals. So like 90 days for me would be like, right, there'll be a income goal, there'll be a freedom goal. What's like a freedom goal? Off. A freedom goal is like I always set off like right. I'm working roughly how many hours now at the minute? Three hours. How many days? About fucking two minutes, two minutes or something. <laughs> it roughly works. Out. Just copy paste messages, send plans. See you later. But it's one of the things <laughs> I fucking wish. Uh, and it's one of the things where like I could work maybe 60, 70 plus hours a week that like over the last night, and then I just be like right. Well, I'm just gonna try and take a Saturday off. Like that'll be the goal. I know that sounds so sad, but a case of if I don't plan it in, it'll not happen for me. So there'll be income freedom. There'll be fitness. Fitness for me could be like, I want to hit a hundred kilos in 90 days. And then I just break it down into weekly goals, like rewind it. Like 
So like my my income goal, say it was to make 20 quid for the for the 90 days, I would just break it down or say if 30 quid, I would just break it down into a pound every three days. Yeah. Uh, now there's gonna be some weeks where you don't get the pound in three days, but there may be a day where you get two pounds. Do you know, it's just seeing the average, the, the day off, I'll be like, right, Saturday has to be a day off. I would also plan in something I really wanna do. Uh, and then the fitness goal might be, Joe, I need 10 kilos in 12 weeks. So I need about 0.8 a week or something, Joe, and roughly chip away at it. And it sounds that, but I think having like a long-term goal, but breaking it down into wee small daily tick boxes is really yeah. important. I think that's I, that's what will keep you, keep you going. Yeah, because if you, you're looking at something 90 days away, that seems like a lifetime. But if you set yourself like a small, set yourself for small wins, you know, um, I think that's that's what always worked for me. Um, get the wee tiny wins, small wins, and they add up to the big ones. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I think like when people go in the gym and they're benching seventy five kilos, like a one hundred, focus on fucking hitting eighty or ninety first. You know, <laughs> start a, like that. I would be guilty of that as well because I'd be like, oh, that number seems so much better. Well, it's like, the the like the two and a half percent progression every gym session or whatever whatever you know, you set out to yourself. If you keep yeah. hitting that two and a half percent every week until like a good few weeks in that's that's your progress that's your progress you're getting better you're getting fitter you're getting faster you're getting stronger so that's yeah. why and, and technically in a way it, it works like progressive overload but it also works because you're 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 hitting goals and you and it makes you feel good when you come home and go fuck you know what i'm you know two and a half percent stronger yeah it does it is is that I think they've set the fitness goals like i just break things down sometimes my my go- your goals will change too don't be afraid if like you're trying to smash a goal and you get close like the point of goals in my opinion is to get as close as possible yes it's to take them off but sometimes it's just to try and speed you up like a goal is just to move you quicker it's it doesn't mean that you have to go by april 30th it's just that you're moving you're trying to get there with that speed you up it puts if you don't have time limit on like whenever you whenever you do a pt course pts will know this but they always make you set goals with a smart principle fuck it's been years yeah it's a specific measurable achievable realistic and time bound and i think the most important yeah. is time bound. anybody knows that if they've done coursework homework yeah. if you have 30 days to do it or you have two days to do it, it doesn't matter you're doing it the night before yeah 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 do you know what i mean it's that's why like if you ever see elon musk's like talks and stuff he's always like i make a five-year plan into a three-year plan into a one-year plan and set myself a real fucking deadline for it yeah yeah so that i i have to start cramming from today to fit all that in yeah that's where yeah. i think the pressure no pressure no diamond yeah that's where the pressure is but also i think that's the difference between like elite athletes and elite like competitors and bodybuilding and physique Um, they don't rush it like they know their goal their goal is the day of the competition and they don't fuck about at the start and then cram it at the end they yeah, make the small increments small increments small increments dial it in fucking and then it's at at crunch times the last like i don't know whatever amount of weeks but that's the difference in the boys winning the boys losing um it's it's set they set themselves goals they're very detailed in their goals and they know when it's crunch time as you said like elon musk and all five-year goals like there is people smart goals work like it works in everything we you know pts do them business people do them I'm sure people that does business studies in university and school have went over smart goals. Um, they just they work a fucking treat. Um, more questions. Favorite 
conspiracy theory, Tony. Go. I came across oh. a new one. I came across a new one. You'll love it. No, I don't even want to know. Favorite? I don't know. That one where like Hillary Clinton eats dead sh- or children's faces is pretty mad. Uh, yeah, like, but do you think that's, that's real? No, I don't. What? Do uh, not- Joe, Joe, it's funny things. Would you see like people and they're like, uh, they, they'd be turning around and saying like, oh, I was in the Oval Office one night and I walked in and Hillary Clinton was cutting off a child's face and was wearing it. And I was like, like, how do you people even make that up? So that does sound, doesn't sound real, but it sounds like one of them things where uh, you're like, who, how could someone even think of that? Like, I wouldn't be able to fathom that. Like, I wouldn't be able to make that up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some crazy ones. What's your favorite? Go on, give us I a think laugh. this new one's my favorite. Uh, that Avril Lavigne died in 2003. Yeah. Did you ever hear this one? Seemingly, yeah, she supposedly no. died in 2003, according no. to some crazy bastard, right? <laughs> right wait, I'm typing this in Google as we speak. Avril Lavigne dead 2005. I'll just write dead, it'll come up. Like a lot yeah, will come up about it. Yeah, his wife and St. Gavardine died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa. Jesus Christ, mate. <laughs> uh, and it's still rolling. It's still going all these years later. Um, I don't know where this has started. Well, this has started in a Brazilian website. Um, yeah, there's one here that says Taylor Swift's a clone of a satanic female... Yeah, a lot of well, a lot of people Priestess. say that a lot of people say that Taylor Swift is her and Lady Gaga sold her soul to the devil, Tony. I've heard that as well. Let me tell you. Um and Beyonce and Jay Z are overlords. If you're to believe that. That oh, they've got all their power via I don't know. I don't know who gives the power out these days, but the reptilians probably, or who I don't even know. But yeah, a lot well, of people do believe Jay-Z. that shit. Well it's saying here that right the people are Avril Lavigne Paul McCartney's not really Paul McCartney he died in 1969 yeah and there's a song about him yeah and they yeah. replaced him with a clone uh, Taylor Swift and Beyonce obviously because Beyonce's fucking the Illuminati of everything going on like, yeah yeah uh, and then somebody wrote or somebody wrote in the form here going this all sounds completely right if you're a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> um, and the one was it Shakira at the Super Bowl a couple remember they were doing the performance and she done that tongue thing yeah that's like the lizard tongue they jumped on that and she was wearing a red dress and that symbolizes different stuff and tell you fucking hell people what, are what, people why the uh, fuck would you want of Avril Lavigne uh, I don't know here you just don't you just never know um, but people are fucking stone mad she doesn't really look like herself though but at the same time aye she did change a lot in the space of six months um yeah so that's kind of my favourite um new one there's loads of different ones fucking 9-11s you know some of the ones they talk about there is crazy they're all crazy fucking 5G fucking coronavirus if you actually asked there's a there's a live stream here for an Australian radio show where the host asks her is she actually dead and alone oh Jesus Christ I'm not even playing it because that's is that a is that is it a boy and girl's name 
I don't know. I'm not even looking at oh, it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something. It's something. Uh, Jackie, uh, Jackie Owen, Kyle thing. So ask. your uh, is that your favorite conspiracy theory? It's my new favorite one. Yeah, because it's crazy. Because I you know what conspiracy theories do for me. They make me feel more sane. My dad showed me showed my auntie the one they were there. And I was like, I walked in. Claire was me. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? It was the conspiracy theory. Do you know where the taxi drivers fold the notes and it shows nine eleven burning? No. So if you fold the American note a certain way, it shows you. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. It shows you like it shows you twin towers up in smoke. But is uh, is the all CNA in one of the American notes? Yeah. Is that so true? Then, is that real? Yeah. I never yeah, actually looked at that. I think it is, or it was in the old notes. But it's the fact that like my my hand the like this, you're like the eyes staring at you, going, she wasn't like mind blown, as in like this is actually the way where the world's working in the moment. But I was like, you know, you never know. Like as much as everybody's like their conspiracy theory. One or two of them could be true. One or two of them could not well, be. Well, see, that's what happens. One gets proven correct, and then all of a sudden, everybody goes, "I fucking told you," because that yeah. the the frog's been turned gay was the one, the big one, and then it turned out that that was actually true. What the frogs? What? Alex Jones was on Rogan years ago, and he was talking about them doing scientific tests in labs on frogs, and they could turn frogs gay to stop breeding. And it actually turned out to be true. I think that's what it was to stop them breeding. I don't know what Alex Jones claimed it was about. And then Joe Rogan laughed it off and says, Alex, you're fucking nuts. And then <laughs> turns out that it was actually true. So then all oh, the other crazy shit that he talked about, uh, people then will go, see, Alex Jones fucking knows. Alex Jones, um, all the stuff he's saying is true. You know, or the next one, the next crazy one. Yeah. But here... A lot of it's they're they're entertaining as long as you don't take them fucking too seriously. There is people that live their life by them and end up sending themselves absolutely stir crazy. We were, yeah, because they will. They'll make you doubt everything in the world. If you want to find anything you do in the world, from taking a plane to fucking getting a vaccine to drinking Coca Cola to drinking water in some countries, they believe that these are government things to keep you under control Facebook's created by the CAA to track you at all times Apple iPhones tracking you Huawei is from the Chinese government tracking you you literally anything you touch anything you touch could if you were really in them could turn you fucking mental because (laughs) tap water's turning humans and frogs gay Alex Jones that's it just google that (laughs) Um, but yeah there's there's fucking loads of different stuff out there uh, but I like them because they make me feel like I'm normal. They make me feel like, you know what, you're not as crazy as some people are out there. There's Manscaped sending me another email to me. No way, that's us. We made it. I don't even, they haven't given me a coupon code yet, hey? Ball wipes. What? <laughs> They've just released ball wipes. You wouldn't use them, would I? No way. No sweaty ball. No sweaty balls. Um, we have no more questions. We're out, the rest of the questions are all just the same thing that we get asked every week. Um, what? It's the usual cotton, bulking, fucking transformations. What's the secret? You know? There is no secrets. Here's a question I have for you, Tony. Oh, out of no. all the fitness influencers, you know, the, all of them, who is your favorite or two favorites? No, not, I'm not friend. talking about the ones that are are real fucking full time coaches, you know. Who like 
who is your the ones you go you know what they might sell a wee bit of dicky stuff but I like them oh we'll see anyway that I actually follow now is is gonna be it's gotta be like an educator like the hypertrophy coach do you know what I mean who's that so he's Joe Bennett he's from the states like he's completely teaches like biomechanics but like he coaches just like one or two people but he sells like he would sell the old program but Joe Bennett Joe Bennett he's called the hypertrophy coach he's a very big name over in the states look Built like an absolute shit. He's got a good beard, hey? Yeah, he's a man's man. Will we get him on the podcast? We're never getting him on, but we're going to message him, yeah. I'll get him on, don't worry. If you can get him on. He put a lizard in his bio. He's fucking at it. Illuminati. He is at it. Bioprint. He's got too many letters after his name. Give him that. Him, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Him, he's quite good. Joe, what? What about John Meadows? No. Mountain Dog? I think Mountain Dog's alright, like, don't get me wrong. I don't live off what he does, though. Uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll literally pop your pack out of your fucking chest with his shite he does. I know. Uh, I don't, like, I'm not a big fan of him, because him and Eugene Tao do stuff, Tao do stuff together, I don't really like this shit that he does. Yeah. Uh, it's too much. I think there was somebody who was going to say, Joe, who I think is, like, good, and he's really hit or miss, and people live on every word he says, is James Smith. Yes. James, I think it was Academy, like his target audience. I think people don't realize this because I see young girls slimming world all people. the time. His target audience is slimming world, and if you're 30 and want to lose a couple of pounds, not if you want yeah. to get in good shape. Like if you click on the results, like he turned around and he's like, "Joe, 1600 calories, 1500 calories is like blah blah blah." Like James Smith took a load of gear and it melted his brain, and now he's completely anti-fitness. Like that is realistically what happened there. Like, oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying in a bad way. Nobody like, talks but, about it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He talks about it, but it's one of the things where he's actually went the complete because I think he's hated his life during that time period. Yeah, he he completely almost like hates anybody who goes down that route, Joe. Whereas there's there's a line like like if you turn around to me and say like Joe, like he he's completely against that and people hard. And I completely understand that. Don't get me wrong, but at yeah. the same time, if you have a lot of body fat to lose, if you do it, James Smith way, you are going to be that and for about fucking three years, like yeah. no harm. That's why they have to talk about sustainable sustainability yeah. because you're going to be on six. You might not go below sixteen hundred calories, but yeah. you're going to be on sixteen hundred calories for three years. I'd rather just dive and get the fuck done and get the fuck out. Yeah, uh, he's also he's also he, very like James Smith's an entertainer number one. Yeah, he, he, do you know what it is? An entertainer, and on top of that, like he has to do what connects with his audience, even if he knows it's not right. In my opinion, yeah, because some of the stuff. He, he says I'm just like that is blatantly like completely wrong like from a set like come so wrong it's not wise he does it for reaction bingo like he does you can tell he's due he be due a wee fucking reaction post he puts it out and he says stuff like this one's gonna get me in trouble and then he says something he's already lay, laying you up he's everything James Smith does is very calculated he, he lays you up with a title this is going to get me banned. This is going to get me in trouble. This is going to lose me followers. You listened to it already with a mindset of, fuck, he's going to say something crazy here. Says something kind of half crazy. And everybody's like, oh, James fucking says the way it is. Says, like, I'm a big fan of James Smith. Now, I'm not going to take all his fitness advice from him because I know I know how the game works. I know who he's targeting at. The reason he started this whole... Uh, comparison fight with Joe Wicks is they're fighting for the same people. Um, he is a cheeky Joe Wicks. Joe Wicks is a clean brand. 
James Smith is the brand that's going to tell you that he took coke or he went looking for coke. Joe Wicks is going to tell you to put fucking your rice in the microwave and be nice to people, where James is going to tell you to tell people to go fuck themselves and go out and party because you'll lose weight if you're taking gear. You know what I mean? That's the difference where... Yeah, it's just... Uh, you need to realize everybody's got a motive. His success is brilliant. Like his fucking Don't success wrong. Yes, is. Yes, yes. His like, Instagram is great and his content's good. His style, yeah, everything's really good. But like, just like anybody, PT and coaching is a complete and utter uh, opinion based. As much as the research, it's fucking opinion based because you're working with people. So yeah, so like, it, but it's, everything it's comes from a certain like. You can draw if you put a hundred of the biggest fitness authorities in the world on a wall and then you picked all the different philosophies it all draws back to maybe 10 people maybe 5 people and they've just taken their way and changed it slightly to suit them this is my new methodology yeah or this is my methodology but you can you can bring it back to certain people and then you get science based people results based people you know people that will only talk about stuff that there's actual data to back it up and not hearsay and yeah. I quite like bio lane but he says some stuff that's absolutely yeah, fucking same. stupid. I think it's very tough to actually get somebody that you actually fucking like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's why I like Jeff Nippard. But then again, he's super fucking boring. You know, Jordan Peters, people seem to like him too, but I don't know. Each to their own. I tell you yeah. one person I would never take fitness advice from, and this is going to probably annoy certain people, is Chris Bumstead. Not a fucking chance. I think... Mad. I I... I seen that somebody shared his uh, program that he's selling people on Reddit, and it is the biggest load of pish that's ever been written. It's like the program you'd write when you're doing your gym instructor's course. Yeah, it's fucking cat like, but you know he probably doesn't even know the fucking program exists. <laughs> he probably so it's probably his team probably went for him and go, oh, there's a new program out there, seventy dollars. Buy it and you look like Chris Bum's dead in the morning. But I don't know. Suppose it all comes down to who you know who gets you know who do you get some uh, some fucking value out of? There's a boy Ryan Tomlinson. I guess his name. He's not big. He's American dude. Um, I quite like his approach. He's got a kind of a similar approach to you, Tony. He's kind of like if you're lagging in a body part, fucking put effort in it. Yeah. You know, if you need, if your arms are way behind your chest. Throw in a couple of extra sets of fucking arms, you're no ache. No, don't overcomplicate things. Don't do a full arm day on his own and fucking negate something else. Fire in a few extra sets here and there. Let it recover. Check. Go again. No, he's more like that, but I like him. He's good. I want to get him on the podcast because he's not that big yet. Hey, worth giving, giving him a wee message. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll be more than happy with that. I'm going to wrap up and get breakfast, big man. Are you happy enough, or would you like I'm to stay? I'm happy enough. I'm, I'm going to do some work. I'm going to get a wee bacon sandwich. Tony, I don't know if you should... Is that on the program? Is that on the plan? Yeah, it is. Four eggs. For, That's four not a bacon, bacon sandwich, kid. Four. I'm going to put some fucking bread with it. Like. So what are you going to have? Four eggs, two slices of bacon? Four eggs, four bacon, a bagel... Butter, ten grams of butter. I'm gonna I'll probably have no. I'm not gonna have any butter. I'll have a wee bit of red. Red sauce. A wee bit of red. Sugar yeah. free. No, no, no. The dirty stuff. Back on the bulk. Back, back on the bulk. Tony's back. We'll, we'll look forward to his blood pressure. 
<laughs> Here, here's to the blood pressure. <laughs> Guys, next week is our first birthday. So we're going to have to do something very special. We'll get somebody on very special. Um, hopefully it's someone that'll abuse the fuck out of Tony. Um, Probably be you and me again. <laughs> I'll get a clone of myself, like Avril Lavigne. Um, but yeah, cheers for the new new uh, ratings, by the way. These are a great bunch of people. Thank you. A shout out to German Care. Long time no see, kid. Listening on Spotify, but jumped over to Apple Podcast to give a rating. Legend. Um, keep rating it. It's doing well. We love it. And cheers for tuning in.